Welcome to the Pull the Shoot podcast with Jeff and Jana. This is our weekly venture into the world of small to medium-sized businesses and the entrepreneurial spirit that drives success. So our goal here is to help you grow and to be the best you can be, both in business and personally. To do that, we identify and we discuss topics that will hopefully help you as you work to build a successful business. We also interview business owners and executives. It's our hope that you may be able to gain insight on ways to help you be a better leader and provide a better culture for your people. Our mission here is to help you pull the chute once a week to work on your business instead of always working in your business. So we hope you find these discussions insightful, helpful, and useful. And thanks for your support. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Well, welcome to the podcast, everyone. Jeff and Janet, we're back as always. We're excited to be here today. Hey, Jana, how's it going today? It's going well. I'm really excited about our guest because this is going to be a fun topic for you and I, Jeff, being <laughs> chatty Cathy's and chatty Kirk's to uh, talk to Tom here. But yeah. I'll let you continue the introduction. No problem. Thanks. Yeah. So it's it's funny because, um, you know, as, as most of the listeners know, Jan and I can just bounce off each other. Um, yes, we are extroverts and, uh, and we're proud of it. Um, no one's ever called us an introvert before. And um, our guest today is someone that actually uh, has been following us on the podcast and said, hey, I'd love to talk about introverts because you two are obviously dedicated to being extroverts. <laughs> um, and I thought that would be a great topic to talk about. Um, so Tom Rose, you're with us today. Thanks for being here, Tom. Um, I love your little slogan, by the way, on, on your LinkedIn. It says, helping fellow introverts find their natural mojo and enjoy great careers on their terms. That's an That's awesome. Great. That is a good one. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Welcome, Tom. We're glad you're here. Well, it's great to be here. I appreciate you both having me here. And, uh, you know, it's a privilege to be, you know, sitting next to two extroverts. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's fun. And, and what's great about uh, what we do with this podcast, uh, as most of you know, we do these so that we can help companies. Um, and in this case, it's with their culture. And, and Jan and I have been spending a lot of time this year already talking about communication within your company. And uh, we spent a lot of time talking about how to communicate amongst the generations. Um, and today it's about how to communicate with each other when, when you're not made of the same molds and mm -hmm. how do you do that? You could be in the same generation, but you're not made of the same mold. Um, and so we're going to talk to Tom about that and, and what he does. Tom is a coach. He's a personal coach that um, really works with people and tries to help them find their sweet spot as introverts so that um, they can enjoy and, and feel part of the world that they're in. Um, and so we're excited for that. So, Tom, before we get going, do me a favor. Um, give our listeners a little bit of your background, because I think it's pretty interesting, especially where you got your master's degree from. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I entered the white collar world um, having no, you know, background, not knowing the difference between a flathead screwdriver and a Phillips screwdriver. <laughs> so uh, it was sink or swim uh, in the white white collar world. Um, yeah, and I really felt like a fish out of water in a big way. Um, you know, I felt like I, I one that, that I didn't belong, and two, I couldn't believe how enthusiastic everybody was talking about the business. It's like, wow, these people really care, you know. <laughs> so, um, you know, so I, so I had to really figure that out, and you know, I was probably working close to ten years before I did a, you know, a. Myers-Briggs type indicator, and I discovered the word introvert. And, uh, you know, and what they did in the session, is, you know, I, so I worked at a, at a very large company. I, I worked at McCann Erickson for a while, five years, then I, I went to work for their client. Um, 
who was a, who at the time was Hugh Blind. Um, they sold Smirnoff and um, you know some some beer products as well. So um, so they lined us all up in a room, and you stood on a tape measure with extrovert on one side and introvert on the other side. And so people lined up depending on you know where they fell on the continuum, you know. And you know, if I was I was a little closer to the extroverted side, but I was you know well into the the introverted side. But anyway, you know it 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 just really helped me a lot to understand the way that I felt and the you know and you know that you know, that, that sometimes it was okay that I had to really think before I, before I communicated. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've been really, you know, fascinated uh, with this and, um, you know, as a leader, uh, you know, I went on to, uh, to work for 20 years as a senior executive um, in large and small companies, um, you know, ran big functions in, you know, fortune 500 companies uh, and worked all over the world. So, um, you know, I, had I not understood what it meant to be an introvert, I, I really never would have been able to, you know, take a step back and 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 digest it and and learn the skills I needed to to grow and develop and and fulfill myself, to be honest. So. So, Tom, give us some give us some. Um meaning behind or give us what it actually means to be an introvert. That's a that's an interesting word for a lot of our listeners probably because there a lot of people interpret it a little bit differently. You know what I mean? Some people think it's somebody that won't talk at all. Whereas you had talked earlier about it just means that I process. I'm a slower processor and it I massage things a little bit more before I talk about them as opposed to just, you know, having an idea and blurting it out. Tell us a little bit about what that means, being an introvert. You know, the first thing is, um, you know, so I had been a career coach, um, you know, after I, you know, stopped doing the nine to five and, um, yeah, and it was great. Um, but, but I discovered I, what happened was I read Susan Cain's book, um, you know, you know, quiet in the a world that can't stop speaking, you know, and there was just so much in there that resonated with me that it, it just really unlocked an interest um, and a desire to, you know, to really help people, you know, more proactively than I was helped myself, that I figured it out. So um, what's interesting is when I, when I started working in this field, um, the interaction from, uh, you know, individuals was many, many people were hesitant to raise their hand and say that they were introverts because we live in a society and in, in a world that prefers extroversion. Extroverts are paid more. They get promoted more often. They emerge as leaders far more often than introverts. And these are, you know, these are all, you know, well-known facts. So, but, so what it means to be, to me, to be an introvert, um, you know, it, you know, is that um, it's, I need to be a little more patient with myself and understanding. And when I see people that are quick to make decisions uh, and, and, and just, you know, go, go, go with things that it's okay that I don't necessarily feel that way. Um, you know, so, so 
as an introvert, I like to dig deeper, you know, to find the root cause of things. Um, so I'm a little more pragmatic, a little less risk taking than, mm -hmm. you know, than somebody that, you know, you know, just wants to get on with it. Um, and that's okay. It really, you know, it really is okay. Um, and, and I, I think I have no doubt in my mind that, you know, so at one point in my career, I became vice president of sales for Guinness, you know, and that is one of the most outgoing social jobs that, mm -hmm. you know, that you can have. And, and I got that job, you know, certainly, uh, you know, not, not for my, uh, great limerick telling ability. It, it's, <laughs> Although you know, it's, after a few beers, let's face it, <laughs> limerick telling, you, you might have become an extrovert, yeah. right, Tom? Well, I know yeah, so I do after thinks. a few beers, but anyway, <laughs> you know, I digress. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it was just that that we would be in meetings and I and, and I was able to see things that other people couldn't see because I, you know, I spent more time analyzing and diving into things. Mm -hmm. And I, I and I believe that my insights I had I had deeper, you know, in, in, it just happened to be something I was good at is, is to I generated meaningful insights that were highly actionable. Um, and that wasn't something that this other world of you know, largely extroverted people that just wasn't their natural strength. Mm -hmm. And so because I was able to do that, I was I I stood out in a crowd, um, you know, being a little different. And, you know, and I wasn't the same as them. But, you know, but the, the quality of my insights, um, you know, I think it was a differentiator in my career. And I think that's interesting, don't you, Jeff, that like what really he's saying, what Tom's saying is the definition of being introverted isn't necessarily that you're very quiet. I think what the general public oftentimes thinks is that introverts just don't ever speak and they're very shy and they're not comfortable in social settings. And I don't think that's always the case. Um, I think it's more, like you said, that you're more introspective, you're more analytical, perhaps you take longer to make these decisions, especially when they're big decisions which means that let's face it in a business situation you want both introverts and extroverts and you know somewhere in the middle with the ambiverts you want them in there too i know uh, what do you think jeff i, well, I th you hit the nail on the head to me because when, when tom was talking i'm like boy small businesses medium sized businesses having that introvert that kind of slows them down cuz entrepreneurs can run right i mean part of yeah. the shoot is you know you're falling at 120 miles an hour pull the shoot so that you can slow down for a minute right take a breath feel in control see where you want to go Having someone like Tom on your team would allow you to then naturally do that at times because, you know, let's face it, you know, full blown, not only extroverts, but entrepreneurs, they just want to run. They just want to go, 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 go. Yeah. And, and, and you know, one of the things that I, as a coach, one of the things I struggle with is getting them to put those brakes on, which is why I started Pull the Shoot because it's, it's really about taking the time. And what Tom was saying was that, look, he wants to analyze it a little further. Now, you know, there's a limit, of course, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. It. Yes. But I, but I think just having that other voice that kind of slows you down is really important. I think that's a great asset. I love it. Tom, but, speak also to how comfortable introverts are in expressing, because I know from my point of view as a communication coach, 
Oftentimes, I coach people that are that are not comfortable speaking in front of even their own team members, let alone for presentations and things. So that's part of, and I know we spoke a little bit earlier about you can find a sweet spot in anybody. And I agree with that. I talk about that all the time in my coaching, and I re- referenced it in my book. You can find something charming and engaging about anybody. You truly can if they are really in their element and they're living their why and all of that. So talk a little bit about um, the expression ability and and the ability to connect and lead as an introvert. Yeah, I think that's, um, you know, I, I, I think that's, it's, it's really interesting. Um, and of course that it's not one size fits all. So there's a huge spectrum of degrees of comfort that an introvert would have. And so much of it is the environment. What is my fit into this particular environment? Mm-hmm. And, you know that that the the role of others, um, peers, hopefully, and superiors as well, is to bring out you know the best in people, mm-hmm. and you know by by understanding um, and valuing you know the contributions of a wide you know diversity of people, um, we you know, will help that introvert um, take the risk to contribute where they otherwise might, might not. Um, so so culture and environment has a lot to do with it. And also, um, you know, the level of ownership. So if, you know, in this case, we're talking about, an, you know, an introvert. If, if the introvert really has ownership and accountability um, for the organization and for the direction and mission, of the business, then they're going to take more risks. They're going to put themselves out there more often. And, and, you know, there's, I've read a lot of research on this and what's really interesting is, um, you know, that, that an introvert, when they act in an extroverted manner, which is the state, not the trait, but in the state, many more times than not, they get a positive emotion and positive feedback for that. You know, and, uh, you know, and they become a little, you know, desensitized, you know, to anticipating it being painful rather and and start to anticipate it, you know, being enjoyable and, you know, being rewarded for it. And and one other thing about about introverts and extroverts when it comes to leadership. So in my particular case, you know, I was fortunate that I had a I had a team of uh, tigers. You know, and, you know, if you have a team of tigers being managed by a tiger who, you know, you know, is much more directive and authoritative, you know, that it can stifle those tigers, Mm -hmm. you know, whereas, um, you know, an introvert is more receptivity. I mean, it's a generalization, but it, you know, is true more times than it's not, but they're more receptive to others input. Um, because they're, you know, because they're going to, they're going to, they're going to listen more deeply because it's just in their nature, you know, to, you know, to be, to be patient. Well, I'll stop there. Cause I think I could. <laughs> uh, no, but I think that's good. Yeah. Be careful. Cause you got two extroverts in your face right here. John. <laughs> As you said, a tiger ready to pounce. No, <laughs> seriously. But I think that is so true. I think that is so true that, because a lot of times extroverts being one myself 
you can sort of speak before you think at times, especially if it's in your nature, your personality, and just it's part of your brand or your shtick or whatever you want to call it. So it's interesting to think about an introvert as a leader because it makes everybody in the room. I mean, I'm just thinking of like a setting, a meeting setting with like, let's say 15, 20 people in the room and the leader the the senior executive is an introvert and everybody's quiet until you know he or she makes that first kind of determination or that first comment it's everybody's like ready to blow up all the extroverts in the room but truthfully it could it is it, i i can totally see where it would be an asset to the business to have an introvert in a senior management position because they're more analytical, because they don't speak before they have really thought deeply about what they're going to say. And that's part of their personality trait. So it's common. You know, I mean, it's a, it's something that's part of their personality that everybody else would expect it to be that way. So that's interesting. I, I It's a lot to think about, Tom. It really is. Well, And, and it's embracing diversity. It's, to me, it's, you know, it's only another form of of diversity because you know society you know values extroversion absolutely and, and yeah. extroversion you know i hate to say this but it's kind of more sexy you know yeah well especially in this society to be honest with you we all know how you know when you go to europe you go to western europe they all think we're american pigs and this and that because they're you know you're just loud and obnoxious and this and that because i've traveled a little bit you know and it's just uh i'm, I'm like we're not all like that we're not all big mouths you know we're not <laughs> but i do think it is really interesting it's an interesting topic and especially as you say with this uh, diversification which is a very big buzzword right now in business in general you know, companies are looking to be very diversified in their in their infrastructure and in their hiring processes. So I think it's really interesting. You know, if you think about it, from my point of view as a communication person, they're Gen Zers. A lot of times people have expressed that the Gens, that generation sometimes is a little bit more introverted than perhaps the millennials and definitely the baby boomers who, you know, were just large and in charge. But I do think that that Gen Z a group because of technology and because of a lot of what they've done has not been verbally, you know, expressing it's oftentimes with technology or kind of researching on their own and thinking on their own that I can see where Gen Zers would tend to, there'd be more introverts in that Gen Z category. So it is interesting. Yeah. It seems to make sense, you know, that, that, you know, that, that Gen Zs, you know, they have, you know, they, identify as being more reserved mm-hmm. and, and just, you know, a little less tightly wound. Yeah. Um, you know, so, but, uh, well, I have a, I have a feeling about uh, generational communication as well, but, oh, and, and that is really. Well, let's talk that. about that another time because okay. I bet you and I could definitely <laughs> you know, have some rounds about that because I have some very strong feelings about it. Do you? Well, I mean, it's just part of what, and Jeff knows, it's part of what my platform is, is that it's the first time in history we've had four very identifiable strong generations in the workplace and all in leadership and, you know, mid-level roles, you know, depending on, depending on the company and the, and the style of the company. Yeah. So, yeah. So it seems to me too, and I'm going to jump back to to something you said, Tom, Um, you know, you were an introvert that, and it sounds like showed extrovert tendencies when you were leading the sales team. Um, or you might have sometimes an extrovert. You know, I know there are times, I'm sure for Janet too, where I almost feel like I'd rather be that introvert, you know, where I'd rather mm-hmm. 
to myself and stuff like that. So I guess my question is not if, if you're considered an introvert, it's not like you're always an introvert. You can step out of that that shoe a little bit and you're not always an extrovert because you can you know mm-hmm. step to the side. Is that is that a correct statement or thought process? You know, it's 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 developing a muscle, you know, is is what it is. And and it's you know, so I, there's a a really interesting uh, fact um, well, that's based on a study of, you know, 18,000 people. And that's that 87% of the population wants to be more extroverted. So, and that comes from being asked, uh, how, where do you fit on the continuum and where would you like to fit? And 87% of the people, you know, felt that they wanted to be more extroverted. And um, so there, there are, you know, there are, there are reasons to, um, to act extroverted. And fortunately, introverts get a positive reward and feedback for that. And, and it, it actually is fun when you do that. But the key is that you can't always do it because it's not who you are. It's not your nature. Right. And that you have to respect who you are and you have to create you know, your space, what they call restorative niches. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, it wasn't easy. I mean, there were, you know, I mean, I had to walk into, you know, rooms with 10,000 people in there where I was somebody, yeah. you know, that, you know, and, and it was hard to do that. And I was pretty good at it. I, you know, once I was in there, I was pretty good at it, but it wasn't always getting myself through the door. Sure. Sure. And so now you're coaching people, um, to be, uh, to find that sweet spot, I'm guessing to, to where they get comfortable. Tell me more about your coaching. What, you know, when you work with people, um, you know, like, uh, many coaches, um, you know, gaining, you know, clarity and, and a greater understanding and appreciation of, you know, the individual themselves, um, you know, and, and facilitating that through them, um is you know is absolutely the 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 starting place um you know and gaining you know gaining and getting you know liking yourself really matters sure. you know and 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 knowing that you know that that because you have these traits it doesn't make you any better or any worse than anybody else so it's understanding that and 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 from there um, the next step for me, you know, and the client is to really is to understand the environment that they're operating in and what are the expectations of them? What are the things that they're struggling with? You know, uh, you know, where can they best utilize their strengths, you know, and, um, you know, and, and, and picking achievable fights, I would say. So, you know, uh, you know, I, 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 think that we were we were put here to you know to expand our potential and you know and to get the most out of you know what we were given awesome. so you know how i can you know help them um become a better version of themselves really well, um you're speaking my language my friend <laughs> you know, you know it, with, with you know with really tangible um direction Sure. and outcomes yeah. no, that 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 meet their that that deliver their goals yeah. not my goals 
you know, right. but, but, but the, the win is when people, and I have, you know, some pretty successful stories of, you know, you know, people have achieved and realized, you know, achievements that they never would have even considered to be possible. Right. And that, that to me is, you know, yeah, priceless. I, I absolutely agree with you. You know, one of the, I mean, one of the slogans for me is, you know, my passion really um, is helping people to grow and be the best they can be, you know, and, and, and I feel like, you know, I do that for businesses, but it really is the people because the business will just automatically follow suit if the people can grow and be the best they can be. And I always tell the, the mm-hmm. business owners, I go, look, talk to your people, find out what they need to do their job better and get it for them. You know, unless it's outrageous, you know, let them then, because here's the deal. Once you get it for them, they've told you what they need to do their job better. Now they own it. Right. And all yes. they're gonna do is get yeah. better and better yeah. and better at what they do. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's the best. Hey, you know, I, I always uh I I've used this many times. Um, you know, is that a business is is made up of you know people, brands, and resources. Yeah. And the people affect the brands and they affect the resources. Absolutely, yeah. Ergo, it's about the people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. We talk about that all the time. All the time. I love it. I love it. Hey, Tom, this has been great. Thank you so much for uh, for being on the show. And and uh, this is, again, you know, Jen and I like to find different ways that we can help these uh, small to medium-sized companies. And this is just a topic, you know, diversity really is the yes. word. You know, that when you said that, I'm like, yep, th- that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's awesome. I think it's great. Thank you for what you do um, and trying to help others to, to find their sweet spot and and, uh, and get to their mojo, if you will, of, of what's going to make them the best they can be. Um, if people want to get a hold of you, Tom, how do they do that if they if they have questions for you? Yeah, I think the best way is tomrose.coach. Um, name of my business is Regard Executive Coaching. Um, the principle being, um, yeah, the most important skill and quality you can develop is regard for others. Mm. So, you know, um, regard executive coaching and professional development, Tom Rose dot coach. Awesome. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, thanks everyone for listening. As always, we're always excited uh, to do these podcasts. Um, If there's any topic that you would like us to talk about, let us know. We get emails all the time from people. So that's great. Uh, We appreciate that. Um, uh, But until the next time we get to talk, Jana, you uh, stay safe. Uh, Enjoy the warm weather here in Nashville that we're having fun. Uh, I know I am. Uh, But anyway, for all the rest of the listeners, please stay safe, be healthy, and we'll talk soon. Take care. Bye.